It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the top flight goes again after a busy week Hibson, Mirren, Dundee, Ross County, St Johnson, Dundee United And Livy Aberdeen is your Saturday afternoon offering Tomorrow it's over to Celtic first Will they stretch their newfound lead to four points at Motherwell? And how will Rangers respond when hearts come to Ibrox? I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Alex Ray, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well, we've been spoiled this week with the entertainment we've had midweek But all attention on today's fixtures where the top of the table has a rest And the focus is shifted to mid-table and the battle at the bottom Hugely important games for Dundee, Ross County, St Johnson, Dundee United And plenty going on in the Championship also Looking forward to another jam-packed Saturday yeah, the top four got arrested tomorrow, Gordon, so the spotlight goes on fifth down to twelfth. And there's a lot of valuable points you've got to see it be played for this afternoon, especially down the bottom of the table, St Johnston v Dundee. Yeah, for me, that's absolutely right. Going down the bottle, Dundee really need to get up and running. You look at St Johnston, can they get back-to-back wins? Hibs, not really impressing under Sean Maloney so far. It's an important afternoon for them as well. And Livingston continue to impress, Gordon. And after Wednesday night, Mark, I mean, it's it's Saturday, Wednesday to Saturday is a perfectly acceptable gap in between games, but it just feels like it's still so fresh in the memory. It feels like it's still on everyone's mind um, because of the, the size of the game, yeah. the way it ended. Yeah, yeah, it is. and it will be for a, for a few days for the supporters, of course, but then the focus for Celtic and Rangers... It's tomorrow They have to get their mind on the job And forget what happened on Wednesday night And for Celtic building it Rangers repair um, So I mean a lot of work still to be done And it, it just sets everything up for A brilliant 14 game period And that's even at the bottom of the table as well Where things hang in the balance And Johnson after such a, a horrible run You know get a win the other night And the, the, the look at the table yeah. Just looks completely different Pressure on Dundee today Fantastic afternoon yeah Alex like we said You just don't get over a night like Wednesday Whether it went your way or, or went against you You don't get over a night like that Quickly the only way to do it is to Get the next round of fixtures yeah. on And see if you can add to the good things you did If you're Celtic Or make up for the bad things you did if you're Rangers yeah, Obviously for a Rangers perspective You want the games to come quick Just so you can get out of your system And listen tomorrow will be a really difficult day for them Gordon uh, Hearts I was actually at the last game I think they scored in the last uh, Seconds of the game You know I think it was a, a mistake uh, Led to the equaliser However they were very good You know They had a good little uh, Following as well uh, Very vocal So I think Robbie Nielsen Will be getting that Saying right Rangers are hurt mm-hmm. At the moment This is an opportunity To go and get the three points But it's up to Rangers To react on the back of that uh, Poor performance In the uh, midweek Well but an interesting Afternoon tomorrow Because obviously Celtic kick it off At Fir Park Great opportunity to put a real bit of pressure on Rangers Go four points And then it'll be up to Rangers Ibrox And I'm sure that all the Rangers fans going along there Will be looking for a massive response From Wednesday night Gordon Of that there's no doubt I am absolutely certain We will get back to that very soon Indeed on the show And of course the open line is later as well But we've got business to attend to this afternoon Three o'clock games Four of them in the Premiership A couple down the divisions are falling due to the weather Partick Thistle Queen of the South Is off waterlogged pitch As is Stirling Albion Cowdenbeath I think the rest are on At the moment So let's get stuck in Before we get any other call offs Let's start at Easter Road Hibs against St Mirren It's got a game of the day feel Roger Hanna Hope you can handle that pressure 
Sure. Yeah, no problem at all, Gordon. It's a game of the day because Hibs, despite a little sticky spell under Sean Maloney, they could go into the top four in the European places with a win today against St Mirren. Um, it's getting quite congested in that area. St Mirren, they're ninth, but they're only three points off the top six. They're just five points adrift of today's hosts, and they'll come here feeling that they can get a win. I was here in September when the Saints skipper Joe Shaughnessy scored a late equaliser on a terrific 2-2 draw and I was also in Paisley for this fixture in December when Shaughnessy repeated defeat at the end of a 1-1 draw between the teams. Um, Jim Goodwin said they haven't won here in the league for I think it's eight years and they'll have to do so today without the injured Eamon Brophy. He suffered ankle ligament damage in the midweek draw against Motherwell and is out of the team. They, they have been looking, Jim Goodwin mentioned at the end of the week, they have been looking at the former Hibs and Celtic striker Lee Griffiths after he was released by both both Celtic and Dundee through the week. But, you know, they're in a decent run of form and, and their only defeats in them in the last two months was at Ibrox on Boxing Day. Hibs, by contrast, as we touched on, they're without a win since Boxing Day. It's three draws and two defeats in the last five, including that midweek derby stalemate against Hearts. And, of course, losing 3-2 here at home to Livingston last Saturday. There's two changes for Sean Maloney today. Josh Campbell and Dimitri Mitchell came in for Joe Newell and Josh Doig, who they replaced in the 0-0 with Hearts on Tuesday night. So that means Kevin Dabrowski, the man of the match in the derby, keeps his place despite Matt Macy being fit. So it's Kevin Dabrowski in goal, the back three, Rocky Bushiri, Portes and Lewis Stevenson. Across the middle is Chris Cadden, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Josh Campbell and Dimitri Mitchell who come in and then Chris Muller will support the front two of Kevin Nisbet and Christian Doidge in the bench. Macy, Doig, McGinn, Wright, Alan, McGregor, Scott, Henderson and Jasper. Only that one change for St Mirren was to say Brophy is injured. That means the New Zealand striker Alec Grieve makes a start for St Mirren today and there's no Alec Gogic in the squad. He's not allowed to play against his parent club having signed that loan deal to go to St Mirren on transfer deadline day. So they have Jack Anik in goal, it's Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy, Charles Dunn and Richard Tate at the back, Alan Power and Connor Ronan just in front, then Jay Henderson, Greg Kilty and Jordan Jones supporting Alec Grieve on the bench, Lioness, McCarthy, Miller, Flynn, Erhahon, Erwin and Main, and the referee at that rather wet and windswept Easter Road is Greg Aiken. Fascinating times, Roger, for Hibs fans under Sean Maloney because it's so early and he gets off to that good start, wins a couple of games. Um, Wednesday night It's not ideal You want to win the game Is, is that enough to take a, a little bit of the, the pressure A little bit of the criticism away Or does it still exist? Um, I think a bit of it still exists Gordon to be honest with you They finished the derby reasonably well Might even have pinched it at the end Which would have been an act of grand larceny I think given the way the game went I thought Hearts could have had two very good penalty claims That were waved away by the referee Otherwise they may well have come here and taken all three points Just as Livy did at the weekend So this is not one that Hibernian can take for granted this afternoon St Mirren as we say They've taken points off Hibs twice already this season Share of the spoils and they come here in a decent run of form. Uh, Gordon, would it have been grand larceny for you? Would you, would you agree with that that assessment? Yeah, it's not talking about Henrik. Uh, uh, absolutely, <laughs> Rogers bang on. Uh, I like working with Roger on the Tuesday. You, you called it grand larceny on the way in earlier. That's what I thought Roger had maybe stolen your, your phrase. Roger never steals my phrase. I always look at Roger. I take his bit of advice, but uh, no, I think that's a real hard game this afternoon. Terrific game, so man, going there full of confidence. Hibs need a real result. I know they played well in the derby, but. They've still got to get points on the board. Uh, he wasn't listening to you, Roger. That's <laughs> why I said. Um, <laughs> some things never change. And Roger, you're going to have to keep an eye for us um, on on the the Hibs dugout, of course, because last week Marvin Bartley came in here on Monday. He was very upset. He said an unnamed member 
of the Hibs coaching staff had made a cheeky comment accusing his Livingston team of being unable to pass and move. He was very angry about it, so much so he was still banging on about it at 8 o'clock on Monday night. So you make sure that Caldwell, Maloney, etc., are behaving themselves. Listen, I'll keep an eye on them, but I don't think they'll be able to make that allegation against St Mirren. When you look at the, the players they've got in forward areas, Jordan Jones, of course, and in transfer deadline, they added to the likes of Greg Kilty, Connor Ronan, young Jay Henderson. They will pass and they will move, and I think they'll cause problems for Hibs this afternoon. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Is that, are we going to go for that one? Yes. 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 Think so. yes. Yeah, I think it's got a good Edinburgh look about festival. it. Uh, Hibs against St Mirren Roger Hanna at Easter Road Fraser Wishart's the man who can actually keep an eye on, on Marvin Bartley himself make sure he doesn't get too angry he's a very angry man when he comes in here Fraser Livy against Aberdeen you looking forward to that one? Yeah I'll keep an eye on that very quiet Livingston dugout with uh, Marvin Bartley and David Martindale I'm sure there was no afters uh, from there so uh, the big man of course very angry during the week and not a man to be messed with but uh, I think like every, everywhere else horrendous weather here, although the pitch will be fine, of course it's artificial, but it'll be slick and the ball will skid off the surface and with the heavy wind and rain, it's going to make it difficult for the players today. And I think an important game for Aberdeen, you feel, their inconsistent season continues, their away form in particular and really concerning for Stephen Glass, only two wins in the 12 away games so far this season and one of those was here at Livy in August when a late goal it was actually a mistake by Matt Sryek, but uh, young Jack McKenzie scored in the 94th minute to get the three points. Apart from that, they struggled on the road, draw midweek against Ross County, defeat the previous week at St. Mern, just sum up their away form. So Stephen Glass will be looking for better, and uh, obviously in the last few games as well, they've only got four points in their last five games, so they need to get back on track pretty quickly. And as you were saying there, you know, some people do criticise Livy's style, but uh, they're a small club and they found a successful style, and I don't think they should be criticised for that. They make it difficult for teams, they work hard, they close down, but they've got some decent players in attack, and their form has been up and down but it's been okay Austin St Johnson during the week but did have that uh, win again at Easter Road as Roger was talking about uh, last Saturday and Roger says congested mid-table but Livy are in there and in it for each chance if they can get a win today it would take them same points as Aberdeen and rather than looking down they'd be looking up and perhaps on the coattails of the likes of Hibs Aberdeen and Motherwell into that fourth place but uh, looking for the top scorer with eight it's ex-Don Bruce Anderson's had a good season so far and in form Alan Forrest to cause the Don's defence some problems one consolation for Aberdeen fans is that the Livingston have only won one of the last seven games between these two teams. I'll give you the starting lineups. There's two changes for Livingston. Pittman and Bailey drop to the bench. In come Lewis and Montero. They go with Matty Stryak in goals. Back four, Nicky Devlin, Jack Fitzwater, Aya Obalai and Jack Penrice. Jason Holt, Stefan Omeonga and Adam Lewis in midfield with Christian Montero, Bruce Anderson and Alan Forrest up front. Gary Maley, Morgan Boys, Jackson Longridge, Jack McMillan, Sean Kelly, Scott Pittman, Craig Sibold, Odin Bailey and Caleb Chukamewa are the sub Substitutes. For Aberdeen, they've made three changes. Joe Lewis is out completely, and Scott Brown and Dylan McGeough, who played midfield the other night, they drop to the bench. In come Gary Wood, Jenks, and Adam Montgomery, the young lad on loan from Celtic, comes in for his first start. Gary Wood's in goals, Calvin Ramsey, David Bates, Robbie McCrory, and Adam Montgomery. Two in midfield, Funzo Ojo and Lewis Ferguson, Vincent Bezwan. Teddy Jenks and Johnny Hayes are behind the lone striker Christian Ramirez subs for Aberdeen Tom Ritchie Jack McKenzie Declan Gallagher Scott Brown G. Emmanuel Thomas Dylan McGear Michael Ruth Matty Kennedy and Jack Milne and the referee today at Livingston is Kevin Clancy that portion of the table is incredible Fraser Wisher between Motherwell and Ross County really so we're fourth down to tenth I think they're only separated by ten points your game today Livy and Aberdeen are right in the midst of that and all of a sudden, you know, there are only 14 games left, so there's going to be quite a battle on for that top six. 
Yeah, I'll begin to take shape. Gordon, I think it can happen. There's so many games since the winter break and just before, even into December as well. So if you're in good form at that point, you can get yourself right up into the mix. And to be fair, Livy, you know, yes, it's been up and down their form, but they, they get wins when they need it. You know, every time you think Livy might be dragged down towards the bottom of the table, they come out with a big win. And that was a terrific performance last week to score three Easter Roads and go away with all, all three points. And I think they will be looking up the way. They'll be thinking to themselves, they made a couple of signs who haven't quite arrived. A young lad from Norwich called Sebastian Soto, who uh, looks a really good player, but I think he's waiting for his work permit to clear. So he looks a really good player as well. So they might just have that bit of firepower to get them into that, that middle area. But nobody from fourth, as you say, down to sort of eighth, ninth, maybe even Ross County, are able to get that breakaway and uh, get that fourth place for themselves. So today's a big game. I think a really big game for Aberdeen. I think the pressure's on them. They've not been great all season. Recent results not been terrific. Performance has been criticised as well. Sitting sixth. You know, Livy win today, they go to level in points. That's not a good look for Stephen Glass. Uh, looking forward to that one. Livy Aberdeen at the Tony Macaroni. Fraser Wishart's keeping an eye there. Let's go to Dens Park. Dundee against Ross County. Uh, that would be bottom of the table. Dundee, David Friel. So a huge game today. Huge game, Gordon. I think I'm well within my rights to label this one a relegation six-pointer. We love one of them. Dundee start the day bottom of the league, as you said, they're five points behind 10th place County as things stand. They're in desperate need of a win and some goals. James McPake's side haven't won in eight league games. Goalless draws in the last couple of games against St Johnson and United stopped a, a damaging run of six losses, but that then brings me back to the scoring problem. Lee Griffiths' goal against Dumbarton in the Scottish Cup is their only goal since the winter break. Griffiths is now gone. J Jason Cummins is off to Australia. Killian Sheridan is injured, so... James McPake doesn't have as many options in that area as he once did early in the season, but there is a full debut today for Zach Rudden in attack after his arrival from Partick Thistle. He replaces Danny Mullen up front, while Jordan McGee also comes in for Charlie Adam in midfield. So just run through the Dundee team, it looks like a 4-3-3 formation. Adam Legends in goals, Vontae, Daly Campbell, Liam Fontaine, Ryan Sweeney and Cammy Kerr at the back. Middle three of Max Anderson, Sean Byrne and Jordan McGee and up front Paul McMullen, Zach Rudden and Niall McGinn. For Ross County, I've seen them myself a couple of times recently. I think they played really well. They've done a lot of plaudits. I think Malky Mackay probably feels they haven't maybe had as many points in recent weeks as they deserved. But saying that, home draws against Rangers and Aberdeen were really good results. I think I think there always has to be a bit of perspective around Ross County and their budget, etc. But... You do know that Malcolm Kyle want the win today to just open that gap up on Dundee. If they get it, they would move eight points clear of the bottom side, so this could really be a defining game for both. County will certainly be confident they've already beaten Dundee twice this season, and they would love, obviously, a repeat of their last visit to Dens Park in October when they won 5-0. Malcolm Kyle's made two changes from that midweek draw against Aberdeen. Connor Randall is in for Kane Ramsey at right-back, and Blair Spittle replaces Dominic Samuel. So again, it looks like a sort of 4-3-3 formation. Ross Laidlaw in goals, Connor Randall, Keith Watson, Alec Yakaviti, and Jake Wilkins at the back. Middle three of Jordan Tilson, Ross Callahan, and Blair Spittle, with Regan Charles-Cook and Joseph Hungbo either side of Jordan White. Subs for Ross County are Maynard Brewer, Ben Payton, Harry Payton, Alex Samuel, Dominic Samuel, Wright McKinnon, Ramsey and Drysdale and the referee at Kilmac is Don Robertson I have to say that was one of the standout results of the Premiership season so far David when Ross County went to Dundee and demolished them last time out surely not a repeat of that today Yeah you would think, you would think surely not and you're right it was I remember at the time you know again as I said there you know County have always been getting some plaudits this season everybody's talking about how well they've played and Malcolm Mackay probably felt that type of result was coming but it was, it was still a shock at the time but 
Look, they're a good side. They've got they've got attacking threats. You know, everybody's talking about Regan Charles Cook. I really like Joseph Hungbo. Ross Callahan gets gets up the park, and Jordan White a really good focal point in attack. So I would have county favourites to win this game today. But Dundee, there's very very little margin for error. As I said, a real damaging run. You know, that, those six losses and then the, the two draws. But I don't think they can, you know, really afford to get marooned at the bottom of the league. You know, St Johnson's maybe picking up as well. So a huge game for both clubs. But I think Ross County will be looking to get three points and look up the table. Yes, looking forward to that one greatly. Dundee Ross County. Last but not least, St Johnston against Dundee United under the watchful eye of Dave Galloway. St Johnston's spirits and determination, Gordon, was very much in evidence in midweek as they dug deep to grab that dramatic victory at Livingston, which took them off bottom spots on goal difference. Of course, the challenge is to follow that up by collecting all three points today as they try to edge closer to the teams above them. However, the Saints have only managed successive wins once this season, and that was way back in September. Dundee United, on paper, look to have plenty firepower available. However, in the last two matches, haven't mustered any shots on target. Indeed, they've won only three games out of their last dozen in all competitions. So, understandably, Tam Courts is demanding more fluency from his team. Will the current arrivals of Tony Watt and co. see things improve? St Johnston are unchanged today, so it's Clark in goals. A back three of uh, Cleary, Gordon and McCart. Midfield, Brown, Halberg, Butterfield, Crawford and Booth with me and Henry up top. The subs, Parrish, Mann, Gallagher, Craig, Gilmore, Sang, Middleton, Davidson and Ingram. As for Dundee United, well, three changes for them. Smith, Pollitt and Akinola come in out of the starting 11, drop Freeman, McMahon and McNulty. So it's Segrist in goals, a back three of Butcher, Edwards and Graham. Uh, midfield, good to see Smith back after injury. Uh, also Levitt, Harks and Pollitt with Clark playing off Watt and Akinola who makes his debut here at McDermott Park this afternoon. Substitutes for the visitors today, Ericsson, McDonald, Niskanen, McNulty, Mikasen, Nielsen, Mockery, McMahon and McLeod. And your match referee is Colin Stephen. That's you up to speed on Team News A real sore one if you're keeping an eye On the FA Cup down south Everyone likes an underdog Kidderminster Harriers 91st minute One up on West Ham And Declan Rice goes and spoils it For neutrals everywhere Alex Ray I'm absolutely devastated the first, They would have been the first team To actually do this twice uh, Sixth tier of uh, English football <sighs> But I fear for them now uh, Okay right We've given you the Team News From the four big Premiership games It should be a cracking afternoon in the Scottish top flight As is always the case at this stage on a Saturday We get all the guys involved And look back on the week's biggest stories We'll do that next Action as it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Alex Ray are in the studio The top team are out and about Four big games in the top flight this afternoon uh, three big games survive in the Championship After our broth beating Kilmarnock last night Partick Thistle is off And Stirling Albion Cowdenbeath The only other one off at the moment At this stage on a Saturday We always open the mics We get everyone's take on the week's biggest stories And I think it's safe to say There's a fairly obvious place to start Roger Hanna Celtic Park Wednesday night What did you make of it? What did you make of it? Well, it was extremely one-sided. I don't think any of us expected Celtic just to come out, perform the way they did, simply blow away Rangers, go top of the league. They could be four points clear by the time Rangers take the field against Hearts tomorrow afternoon. And 
it has effectively been a quite seismic shift in this championship race. If you remember, I'm sitting here at Easter Road. I think when Rangers won at Easter Road in December, came out roof scoring that late penalty. It put them seven points clear of Celtic. And I think most of us thought, not quite a stroll to the title, but they were very well placed to successfully defend the title. Since then, it has just been slip after slip. They've been poor, even in victory against Livingston at Ibrox the previous midweek. They were poor. They were poor at Aberdeen. They were poor at Ross County. And they were dreadful at Celtic Park on Wednesday night. And Giovanni van Bronckhorst needs a big performance from his players tomorrow afternoon. And he needs three points. Regardless what happens at Fur Park in the early game, Rangers have to win tomorrow just to show that they haven't completely given up. I don't think we'll keep reviewing the, the individual moments from, from the game as such, Alex. We, we've done that a lot, but with a with a sort of bigger picture in mind then and, and looking forward to tomorrow and to the rest of the season, are there wider concerns f- for Rangers fans or can that be put down to a bad night at the office that's unlikely to happen again? Well, if you just take the game of the other night, Gordon, for me, it was the manner in which they lost. I think that would be a, a real concern for most Rangers fans. You know, I think a lot of them felt as if they could extend the lead. Celtic blew them away, particularly in the first half. The damage was done. I think when you look at the... Since the restart, they've dropped seven points. The performance levels, levels haven't been to the level that they had previously. Uh, and I think that'll be a concern for everyone. Now, they go into the game tomorrow... Uh, a bit bruised, a bit battered on the back of that result uh, in midweek. And they have to respond if they're going to keep it going. The one thing you can say about Celtic, Gordon, is throughout the course of the opening part of the seasons, there was periods and there were the games that they were just grinding out 97 minutes up at Ross County. or Other, uh, you know, uh, performances that weren't standouts, but they were managing to get the job done. So tomorrow, regardless of the result earlier on in the day, now Celtic will try and play, apply pressure, regardless of what uh, goes on in that game. Rangers have to focus on the rain game because hearts will come, they will smell blood and they'll try and be getting a result. So Rangers need to pick up three points just to keep in the, the hunt uh, so that the gap doesn't uh, extend. Fraser, does the return of Alfredo Morelos and the potential introduction of Aaron Ramsey become even more important than it was previously? Certainly Morelos, Gordon. Uh, certainly Morelos, I think he's proven over the piece and he's not been at his peak form this year, certainly in terms of his goal scoring. But he's such a focal point for Rangers and he's such a nuisance to, to defenders. Ramsey, we'll see what can bring, but I think he has to start to, to play. You know, a lot of people were saying Ramsey should have been in the squad uh, the other night, but he'd have made no difference because if he was on the bench, which is probably the best you'd have hoped for given his, his weekend of travelling and all that kind of stuff and negotiations, you know, he'd have been on at 3 0 anyway and he made no difference to, to the game. Celtic were just, just terrific. But from a Rangers perspective, get Morelos back in the team, get him back to annoying people, get him back to his strong, powerful best. And then, then they get themselves back on the trail. One, one good thing for Rangers is this game's come very quickly. If it was a, a weekend game, sometimes you can have seven days before you, you have that game to get out of your, your system. And there's a lot of chat, as we know. We've done it ourselves over the last couple of days. But that we put to bed when tomorrow's games are, are, are on. But Rangers have to, to pick themselves up very, very quickly because they've got a key period coming up. They've got Hearts, as we know, tomorrow. Rangers in midweek. They then got Dortmund coming up as well. They then go to Tanadice in the 20th of February where they've lost already this season so in Scottish terms three of the more difficult league games and a big European tie as well they can't feel sorry for themselves got to pick themselves up they were quite simply blown away by wonderful play by by, by Celtic and uh, the pace and the power especially in the wide areas Abada outstanding Jota outstanding Callum McGregor magnificent midfield Hatati they just blew Rangers away they've got to forget that as difficult it is learn from it 
but they have to hit the ground running. They can't afford any more slip-ups in the coming weeks because you can't see Celtic slipping up too much mm. in the next wee while because they're playing so well and they're getting Rogic and Turnbull and Kyogo, key players back that didn't play the other night. Celtic are looking strong. Uh, David Friel, does it feel like a big shift or is it simply a case of there's only one point in it, there's a long way to go and don't get carried away? Which of those would you subscribe to? It's probably a bit of both. I think the, the manner of the victory stood out in terms of just how good Celtic were and you contrast that with Rangers who looked very disjointed and a bit stale maybe in terms of some players I'm not sure all the Rangers players really knew what was being asked of them either they seemed to be caught between two stools whereas Celtic looked you know, coached to within an inch of their lives and everybody was all so much cohesion about the performance in terms of the second point but don't get carried away I thought one of the things that really stood out for me after the game was when Celtic were the players were gathering on the pitch to sort of kind of walk around and, and applaud the fans that Callum McGregor just went round to a, a couple of the players maybe some of the new ones and said keep calm you could actually see him gesturing you know don't get too carried away here and don't start celebrating as if the league's won he then in his interview echoed that and I think the word he used was stay humble or the two words sorry was stay humble and I think that's going to be key for Celtic you know they've, they've worked so hard and it's been such a a massive job to get Celtic to this point and reach the summit, but they need to stay there now. So you've got you've got Motherwell coming up, you've got Aberdeen coming up. So the, the fans can get carried away. By all means, Celtic fans should be getting carried away by what they witness, but the players can't. And if they do, it could come back to bite them. I mean, for, for Rangers, Roger, lots of people commenting that they felt the tactics were wrong. It, it was set up wrong. If that's the case, is that is that the bigger concern? Are you suddenly going to get the tactics right tomorrow? Uh, whereas if you go along the line of you know maybe they were spooked or had a, an off night or whatever it may be, that is the type of thing that that can just disappear on on, on a different day. But tactically, does something need to change? Well, I, I heard Alec in the show after the game and Wednesday night discussing the tactics and you know where the fullbacks were positioned and what have you. Uh, uh, what struck me more was it actually looked as if the Celtic players wanted it more. Never mind what the tactics were, how they were sent out by Giovanni van Bronckhorst. Celtic just looked quicker into the tackles quicker about the field they looked uh, and, and maybe it's because there were 60,000 supporters driving them on Gordon I don't know but, but they looked more up for the contest and that's not really an allegation you could have levelled at Rangers teams in the last two or three seasons um, You know, I think there were six old firm games unbeaten prior to Wednesday night but I thought that they looked well off the pace and regardless of the tactics if you're going into a game like that or even get into a game at home to Hearts on a Sunday afternoon Gordon you, you need to be at it you need to be sharp into the tackle quick around the ground and, and have the desire that really underpinned the title triumph last season no, that's a, 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 a combination of what uh, Roger's saying there for me you know the tactically I was I was mourning in the show because of the Celtic centre-halves were waltzing forward and then just hitting lateral balls to their most creative players so you bypassed the midfield it was far too easy and I think there should have been a change there but I was just saying to Dazzler there when uh, Roger was talking that at some point, regardless of the possession and territory that they have, you've got to put a marker down, you've got to kind of put your foot in, you've got to try and change the dynamic in some way. And I think that goes back to the actual desire. I thought it looked as if it lacked a little bit, uh, a little bit. Uh, and it's easy to say that when Celtic are so much on the front foot, but at some point you have to try and change that, Gordon. You have to try and get close to someone. Surely as a Rangers fan, I like, I'd be more worried that listening to my manager saying, we weren't ready. I, I that, That'd send alarm bells to me. You're turning up at Celtic Park. You've got a great opportunity to stretch that lead. You know there's going to be 60,000 out there. You know there's going to be an atmosphere. And, you're, and your manager's coming out and saying, we're not ready. You can use the word desire, I agree with you. You can use the word tactics. Everything went wrong. 
If you go out in the pitch and don't do the basics, i.e., try and go with a runner, try and make sure you don't, you're, you're not getting caught one twos all over the pitch, then if you're going to do that against a team of the ability and the pace and what Celtic have got, you're going to get what you got on Wednesday night. But that's a no goodbye to it. It's a combination, Gordon, because if you're no tracking runners, you're no showing desire, you're no putting your foot in, tactically, you know, you'd be a wee bit more resolute because they're just waltzing wave after wave. So for me, it's a full combination. Mark, what's the aftermath like? What's What will Thursday and Friday have been like at Lennox Town after that the other night? Um, well, obviously the atmosphere... Is obviously great when you walk into the training ground and everybody's on a high, and especially when you've got such an important game coming up, then you know it makes a pretty good place to be. And then the flip side, I've been there before when you've you've suffered one of these defeats, and it's you know you're down, you're dreading that video, you know analysis where you have to go in and watch your mistakes. I mean, Celtic, the most important thing for them is to keep focused, like the guys were saying there. You know, keep humble because going away to Motherwell. Tomorrow is is a tough game And they have to put full concentration on that Their efforts on Wednesday night can't be in vain They can't be for nothing So they have to keep this going But I mean in terms of Rangers The guys are right It was a combination of things When you've got individuals who are underperforming And then the desire The big thing for me was the, the tactical performance Giovanni Van Bronckhorst set his, his team out to play a certain way That I think he even looked like his actual individual players Looked like they were confused And when he came in People were saying That Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Was an upgrade in Steven Gerrard The way he's playing is much better And it suits us better Well that seems to be slipping away There seems to be certain question marks Lingering over that now And on the other hand David Friel Does this feel like a, a culmination Of everything that Ange Postacoglu has been trying to achieve We're very quick to To doubt progress You know at the start When it was free Flowing swashbuckling football Against St Mirren and Dundee People would say Well hold on It's only St Mirren And Dundee You've not won anything yet Then he goes and adds A cup uh, To the CV Adds one to the trophy cabinet And then to go and do that In that fixture Against Rangers With players missing Does this feel like it's It's all coming together? Yeah, Yeah it doesn't But that's what I'm saying You know it's a mix of everything It's good coaching You know Good tactics, good recruitment. You know, I, th- I think it's been pretty. It's pretty staggering if you look at the. I think it was nine new players started that game the other night. A couple more coming on, and you've got likes of Kyogo still to come back. That so far, Ange Postecoglou's strike uh, rate in the transfer market has been has been stunning. Whereas you know, Rangers again to contrast because you're always going to contrast. The guys they've maybe brought in over the summer. You know, I think it was Janino Bakunas already away. Fashion Sakala is in and out the team. John Lundstrom nowhere to be seen. You know, I think Celtic have had players that hit the ground running and they all come into a team, just to touch on what Mark was saying, tactically those Celtic players know exactly what they're doing and I think that makes a big difference. So Matt O'Reilly, for example, coming from League One, can just slot straight into the Tom Rogic show because he's shown this is how Celtic play, this is what I need you to do and there you go. Same with Rio Hitati, you know, he's only playing his third or fourth Celtic game and he looks as if he'd been playing in, I don't know, a dozen old firm games during the week. I mean, Alex, it is... The size of the fixture, what it does is it sends shockwaves, doesn't it? And as as David says, you're then you're not just analysing a football match, you're analysing recruitment, recruitment and everything else. And I've seen it made a lot this week. The point that, of course, last season was was wonderful for Rangers fans, and they absolutely loved the league success. When was the last time Rangers signed a player who went in and regularly impacted the starting eleven? When was the last yeah. time they signed an upgrade on the, I've actually the seen starting it, eleven? Yeah, I actually seen something doing the rounds on social media. If you go back, I think it was the League Cup final in two thousand and nineteen. I think the majority of the players who played the other night featured in that cup final. So there hasn't been guys that have, have necessarily gone in. 
Uh, and the flip side of that is Gordon When Rangers went into this season I think most people would say Rangers had the strongest squad You know you look at it the, the Strength and depth Couple of players for each position And now people are starting to question that And that only comes on the back of now Mark makes an interesting point about Giovanni The upgrading things Prior to the winter break You, you couldn't have actually questioned the, the, the performances the, the wins and so forth now that they've dropped seven points and they're opening five games, then people are starting to question that whole ethos. Now, it's interesting where Giovanni goes from this. Does he stick to his principles? Does he change uh, his game plan or how he approaches this? But whatever happens between now and then on his decision, Gordon, they need to win football matches because they can't afford to go too far behind because we know how momentum changes so quickly in, in these parts. But it's not just the points, uh, Alec. They've dropped. Uh, they've lost six goals in in two games, and they could have lost a lot more only for the brilliance of Alan McGregor that night. There, they go to Dingwall, score three goals, and start. To, they can't pick up the three points. I don't think Rangers are playing at any tempo at all. I think that's a big, big problem just now. I know what Alex saying before the winter break. Everybody was saying, "Oh, forget about Steven Gerrard. This is the way forward." But the they had they had tempo then, does it? Well, where is the tempo now? And and as much as I will give all the credit in the world to Celtic, because I thought they were brilliant, but you still can have tempo and still lose a game. You can still, as I say, desire to close, try and close crosses down. I said on Thursday night, and we were having a discussion about it. The third goal for me, some Rangers up when Tavernier doesn't make the effort even to try and get a block in, desire to close that ball down, that's when you know you're in trouble. Okay, you can come out in the second half and you can talk about, well, they had a lot of possession, apart from Ryan Jack who hit the bar. I think Rangers have got a massive game tomorrow. I really do. I think they need a turnaround. People on this phone, phone in for months, was talking about get rid of Morelis. All of a sudden, he's become their most important player now. Well, I'd see, see watching that, Gordon, because I never really quite picked up on the actual kind of uh, dynamics of that goal that Gordon's talking about. But actually, Glenn Kamara is actually goal side of uh, Hatati. He's in the perfect position. He just takes uh, the right back berth, and it's a lack of communication, the lack of game understanding at that time, because he just waltzes away. Tavernier's then scrambling to try and get back in to somebody mm. just walking away from the position when they're uncomfortable. And it was a culmination. Then you've got the Barisic on his heels. So I'm looking at this like. It's like a culmination of two or three mistakes that lead to goals and you're expecting better off top international players. Going to be an interesting day tomorrow. We'll get into that a bit more because the open line will be here at five o'clock. But we've got huge games this afternoon, four of them in the Premiership and we go back around the grounds next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big day of Premiership action Four big games in the top flight We've got some Championship fixtures as well Just the three of them After Partick Thistle Queen of the South Was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch Of course Lots of overriding thoughts From Wednesday night still in the air So we'll do them as the afternoon progresses But in the meantime Let's focus on the three o'clock games Easter Road Hibs against St Mirren Roger Hanna And these fixtures are always a bit of a double-edged sword, aren't they? Because you think, you know, home advantage and, and generally that's a a positive thing. But if St Mirren can frustrate Hibs early on, I'm sure the Hibs faithful won't be long in telling Sean Maloney that they're not delighted with what's happening. I think that's absolutely spot on, Gordon. I believe it was the same last week, you know, when Livingston came here and scored three goals. The supporters were not best pleased when Hearts were dominating for spells in the derby here on Tuesday night, likewise. And it was only that sort of brief flurry of, of 
pressure at the end for, for Hibernian it sort of got some of the supporters off Sean Maloney's back it's been a difficult run after that decent start early on against Aberdeen and Dundee United as we said at the top of the show five games without a win for Hibs um, the Hibernian fans they have got used to going to cup semi-finals going to cup finals finishing in the top four going into European football and they will note that Hearts that their bitter rivals are well clear of them in the league will be heading into European football and they want to go with them so I think anything short of a top four finish for Hibs under Sean Maloney and Gary Caldwell this season will be seen as failure in the eyes of the supporters Managers carry the can of course I wonder if there's a bit of sympathy Roger on the exit of Martin Boyle The business is too good You can't turn it down You need a couple of million pounds in And of course it's a life changing move For the player But replacing someone like Martin Boyle Certainly in- instantly Is very very difficult And if that coincides with a Kevin Nisbet Who's not in the form that he was in last season Very difficult to carry the same threat Is it not? Yeah, listen, I know the point you make. Any team that loses a top scorer is going to be in a little bit of a predicament in the short term. But that's football. Um, it was a deal that was, you know, as you say, life-changing for Martin Boyle. But it was also, you know, secure the finances for Hibernian for, for a period of time, getting that sum of money for a, a 28-year-old player who had, who had served the club well over a number of years. And, you know, you look at the team today, it's not as if they should be short of goals, Gordon. Kevin Nisbet's a Scotland international centre-forward. Christian Doidge has been involved with the Welsh squad in the past over the years. And they've got this lad, Chris Muller, who was signed by the previous management, Jack Ross, before he left the club, um, coming in from Orlando City in MLS with quite a big reputation. So it's really up to Nisbet, Doidge, Muller and the rest to, to step forward and fill the void left behind by Martin Boyle. Yeah, Livingston against Aberdeen is the game that Fraser Wishart is watching. Given the the tight nature that we spoke about, Fraser, of that portion of the table, Gabardine fans should be worried. Is there scope there to be worried about the, the remainder of the season? Well, yes, and and I think that uh, I said earlier, it's the away form that's causing them the most concern. I mean, uh, if Livingston win today, they go level with with Aberdeen. You know, if Ross County win, I think they only go three points behind. Aberdeen all of a sudden you know they're staying at perhaps in a bottom six place you know and I think before the season started Stephen Glass and Scott Brown coming in and all the investment in players Christian Ramirez who's been a success uh, the Aberdeen fans are looking at you know challenging Hearts and Hibs for third place but of course Hibs have tailed off Aberdeen's been up and down and I think there is a bit of concern a decent support as always from Aberdeen on that on that far side but uh, maybe a wee bit less than there normally would be that could be to do with the weather as well but you do wonder how the Aberdeen fans are, are looking at things I'm going to Derek McInnes 12 months ago brought in Stephen Glass and he's had a lot of uh, support from the from the board he's brought in his own players he's beginning to get his own squad together it's just an inconsistency they've only had five shutouts in 30 competitive games this year so when you've only got the, you're losing a goal every game virtually you've got to score a couple obviously to win so uh, other than Ramirez and Lewis Ferguson there's not many goals in the team there's no replacement I can see natural placement as centre forward in the squad for Ramirez so they've got to hope that he doesn't get injured and he's going to have to play every game so one or two questions about, about Aberdeen this will be a test today as we, as we, we always say I, I think they're a wee bit hard done by I think the players here are good pros they, of course they work hard and they close down they're very fit but they've got some decent football players you know Omiyonga ran the show last weekend Jason Houghton midfield up front Alexa Forrest and Anderson as well they will really test Aberdeen to, to the full and Aberdeen will have to be at their best to get anything out of this game Let's hear a bit from Stephen Glass ahead of this one. I think you know what you're going to come up against. Teams are going to try and impose themselves early. 
so if you if you show you're not up for a fight, you're in for a long afternoon. And that's certainly the case at Livy. And I, I know that I know how Davy operates and I know what his teams do. And yeah, you need to be up for it for the battle before you get any opportunity to play. I know that there's a bit of negativity flying around because people make me aware of it, but that's part of the, the pressure of playing and, and working at this club, that the expectation level's high. But we all want it. Uh, we all want to be higher up the table. So so we accept when there's criticism, wherever it comes from, uh, and it's up to us to put it put it away. But I'm, I'm sure even if we're winning, there's still, there's still a level of criticism comes anyway. So it's all good. I'd love to know what he means by that. He says, I know there's negativity because people make me aware of it. I just want to know who in Stephen Glass's life is saying they're... So you need to do better. By the way, mm. honestly, is it, his, is it his wife? Is it his kids? Who, who's yeah. who's telling him? Everyone's saying these nasty things. Probably when he's shaving, be looking in the mirror, telling himself. I think. I think. Took it all away to get that. Exactly. Wasn't he's one of your best. Got to be sharp with day boys. It's Saturday. Come mm. on. You have to say it hasn't been good enough over the course of the season. I know the form's been a little bit better recently, but in the main. Too inconsistent Well they say that they wanted to play a brand of football Now when they came in They're obviously getting rid of Derek McInnes Who was relatively successful over the period Sixth place is not good enough for Aberdeen uh, Dundee, Ross County We're a very fickle bunch David Friel And now that Dundee are bottom Albeit in goal difference does, does it just change it psychologically? I feel like everyone had St Johnston relegated last week And like I say a couple of goals in it Now maybe Dundee take the focus yeah, to, as you say, it's quite fickle. You know, all the focus was on St Johnson for it felt like months really, but Dundee, it's now people are actually starting to look at the results and everything. I think it's a huge day for Zach Rudden to be perfectly honest with you, Gordon. You know, this is why he was signed. You know, I'm just looking at the table here. You've got two teams who would be classed as relegation rivals, but Ross County have scored 35 goals. Dundee have only scored 18 goals, and I think therein lies the problem. Zach Rudden was signed for these games. You know, I know there was a lot of clubs interested in him. I think there was clubs higher up the table who made him decent offers, but by all accounts, Dundee came in and blew everybody else out of the water. They paid money to Patrick Thistle. I think they've given him a good wage, and he's in for the start today, and these are the games where he needs to go and deliver. So there's a bit of pressure on him, but there's also a pressure on the Dundee defence, because as I said, Ross County, I think only... Celtic Rangers have scored more goals in the league than Ross County so indeed the fans need to be on it as well today so I, I expect goals and I, I, I actually do fancy Ross County again to make it three wins in a row against Dundee Yeah, Regan Charles Cook top scorer in the Premiership David Freel I know some people maybe a bit surprised that no one tried with a, a kind of pre-contract or nick him away towards the end of the January window but he, he's certainly shown what he can do this season hasn't he? Yeah he has he's been outstanding and you know yeah, I watched McTannadice a couple of weeks ago he scored and he was just a good player and I think he's I think he's found a home at Ross County you don't want to be too cliched about it but Malcolm Mackay's got him playing really good football again there was a lot of clubs interested in him but I think he's probably looked at it and thought right, I'll see the season out and then see what my options are but you know I dare say there'll probably be some scouts in attendance today to have a look at him again you know because he's he's you know as I said he's, I think he's still top goal scorer in, in, in the league and he's been absolutely outstanding he'll pose a real threat for Dundee today uh, Let's go to McDermott Park as well St Johnston Against Dundee United, Dave Galloway, I suppose St Johnston clearly not out the woods yet, but buoyed by uh, recent results and, and maybe Dundee United under similar pressure because of the run they've been on. Absolutely, gone. I mean, Saints' uh, spirit and will to win against Livingston was was absolutely magnificent. They're desperate, though, to find some consistency for the first time in this entire campaign. You would think a win today uh, would lift a big weight off their shoulders. Looking at United, well, they had a pretty good start to the season, didn't they? They beat Rangers. 
they won here, they beat Hibs 3-0 away, but really since seeing off Aberdeen in November, it's been a really poor run overall. They'll be grateful for the points that they have uh, already accumulated earlier in this season. But having said all that, we've talked about the tightness of the of the table um, already earlier on in the show, but you know, they're only four points off fourth place. So, you know, lots of incentive for, for both these sides to secure a victory. Looking forward to that one that Dave Galloway is watching. Let's hear from the management, Callum Davidson, first up this afternoon. I think it's going to be a really tough game. I think we've watched a lot of Dungeon United. They've played a few different formations. Uh, you've obviously they've signed Tony Watt, big, big player, top scorer in the league, and you know they've got Mark Minolti back fit again. So they've got a lot of competition for places as well uh, in the team. So, you know, it's going to be a really hard game. Uh, look forward to it. Uh, I think uh, both teams will be competing really hard to try and get the points. and you know, we've just got to make sure we concentrate on ourselves. Uh, I think I'll be good support, you know, uh, from both teams and especially the last home game here. We've played, I think it was a great atmosphere, so hopefully that'll be another one for the fans. They can enjoy it and hopefully we can come out on top. The big news anyway, in the last couple of weeks, it's been overshadowed by certain other games that he's Tam again. You heard this, Tom? It was Tam oh. Courts. Right, and then at the, it start, at the start of the season, there was a push from Dundee United to Thomas. try and get people to call him Thomas. Oh. And just to keep it, you know, consistent, and he's he's back to Tam. You, mm. You're allowed to to refer to him as Tam well, again. So. Do you know? Just ask a lad. What do, what do you like being called? I, I like being called X Y. I know what I call these boys. They're quite happy with it. Let's hear from them. We've had a couple of interesting games with St Johnson so far this season. I thought the first one um, in Perth was was really really close, and we edged it that day. The the, the second one, we, we we lost a goal. And then we actually went on to perform really, really well that game as Adna Clark was in inspired form that day. So we've had a couple of interesting encounters with St Johnson. They, they've just won their last game, which is the first time they've won in, in a number of games. So that, that'll do their confidence a world of good. But like I said, we, we're in a position where over the last kind of three or four games, we've picked up a couple of wins. We've had a credible performance at Celtic on the back of Dundee Derby on Tuesday night. And now, again, got some healthy availability and looking forward to going to Perth on Saturday. Big afternoon in the Scottish Premiership and the kickoffs are coming next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, and Alex Ray are here, the top team all around the grounds as well. Big games all across the SPFL this afternoon. And I must admit, I feel like we're all heartbroken on behalf of wee teams everywhere. West Ham scored in the 91st minute to take the game against Kidderminster to extra time and they've just scored in the 120th to deny them penalties and Chelsea have scraped by Plymouth as well at home. Plymouth got a penalty in extra time uh, and it was saved. Anyway, on to the main event. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear come on then just the four games for you how are they going to go what's the ACA looking like yeah I'm going to go for three draws in a, a home win today so draw at Levy Aberdeen draw Dundee Ross County a draw St Johnson Dundee United and I'll go for Hibs Sean Oof. Maloney to be Jim Goodwin St Mirren uh, okay, I'm going to go Livingston to home win against Aberdeen. I'm going to go Ross County and away win against Dundee. Hibs St Mirren, draw. And I'm going to go for St Johnston to beat Dundee United at home. I'm going for a draw with Livingston, Aberdeen, Gordon. Ross County away win. Hibs to draw with St Mirren. I'm going to go for St Johnston to beat Dundee United. Let's find out, shall we? Strap yourselves in. We're here until six o'clock. Once the games are done at five, 
You can have your say on the open line Whether it's today's football Still some thoughts lingering from Wednesday night Or perhaps more importantly looking ahead to tomorrow And how both teams react Then pick up that phone and let us know at 5 o'clock Up until then you can stay in touch on Twitter At Clyde SSB yeah, I'm devastated for Kid Minister You know we were watching the game It was back, backs to the wall for the majority of the game And unfortunately they're not Sometimes going to get it's all drama. about the substitutions you make Alex oh, And a and guy was brawling an ex-teammate of yours at Big Lowy, aye yeah. he's, he's obviously aged very well He's only three or four years older than you Gordon But looks older than the Dazzler <laughs> why, do, why, why did that have to come into that conversation? It had absolutely nothing to do with that He's feeling very... Very fragile today the Dazzler? Yes I've had a bad morning It is a not ba- like, Bad last night I am going to lay off him Because you know We, we all well, we Occasionally give him a hard time I had a fight today It's different When it's, when it's on air <laughs> yes. You know it's, it's a bit of a joke But he, he comes into the office earlier Mark Wilson takes one look at him Says <laughs> Why are you dressed like that? And now he's Tries to defend He says oh, I just want I was comfy My joggies And Mark's going Yeah but I don't think Those trainers go with those So he was already feeling a bit <laughs> Agitated right? Yes Next, who's the last person you want to speak to? I mean, uh, who's the last person you want to speak to under any circumstances? Balloon Never head. mind when you're feeling agitated. <laughs> you and Cameron, our colleague in the office, he strolls in. You know, he's like the loudest human in the world. He takes he takes one look at him and goes, "That jumper too tight." For <laughs> he was absolutely fu- furious. Like you know, I've we'll never have, seen him so angry. We'll have a laugh about it. He yeah. was absolutely. But to be fair, when I come in, to when I come in, I had a go at you. He's trying to get a pair of jogging bottoms that were skin tight on him. Who's your thing he is? I've never seen Dad so angry. <laughs> and and the argument that followed was hilarious. Was I was almost falling off my, my seat. Getting thrown around <laughs> the office. <laughs> oh, great. I think you're looking smashing. Thank you. No, you did start it. Let's just try to build you back up. With your woman's trainers on and you're slaughtering me. Anyway, time for this. The first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. Pretty straightforward this one. Name the last seven winners of the PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year Award who aren't from the UK or Ireland. So Name the last seven winners of the PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year Award who aren't from the UK or Ireland. Name them. I like that. At Clyde SSB, one tweet, all seven names, and beat everyone else to the punch. That is the aim of the game. So get thinking and send them over to at Clyde SSB. Alex Ray's given me two names. They are both wrong. Oh, stop (laughs) So confident as well. Yeah. uh, Scottish PFA? Yes. Player of the Year? Players, Players player. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's Fraser's gig. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, do you just think of it as the night out? That's how you distinguish between the two awards. Yeah. yeah so, Fraser's which one does gig. Fraser invite you to, and, and which one, one does Roger, Roger invite, invite you to? Yeah. Yes. So, I go Fraser's gig or Roger's gig. Fraser's gig. And by the way, I love both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I've got so to what, say, Roger does look after you a little bit better. Players, player, <laughs> and they're not from the UK. Is that right? Yes. The last seven of them. Yeah. 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 I thought it was straightforward Those two are not on the list No. Who have you got there? Let's see Obviously no. they're wrong No, no, no 
Miles Have you wrote down then? No I, I, I like to digest the question Before I dive in Silly like yourself <laughs> With two wrong answers What he means is It takes him 15 minutes To understand the question Yes Anyway At Clyde SSB Get your answers in Please send them over And try and beat everyone else Your old team What an interesting start to the game Man City won Fulham won Six minutes on the clock They actually fell behind uh, And have just equalised So a fast start there Unfortunately for us uh, no fast starts in our games In fact I don't think there is a goal In Scotland just yet So we will tell you As soon as one hits the back of the net What you will say in this opening uh, Exchanges by Hibbs and St Mirren St Mirren very much in the front foot Really playing a high press Clearly attacked it by Remember the last time we watched this fixture Earlier earlier on um, Or was that last season Where St Mirren re- No it was this season Where St Mirren really took the game Aye, Two Hibbs yeah. um, Brophy scored That was a fantastic game so hopefully we're in for more of the same, but of course personnel different, management different. But Sean, Sean could do with a convincing performance, but obviously more importantly the three points just to kick start themselves after that winter break. Of course the league action started last night, Friday night yes. under the lights at Gayfield in the Championship. And what a significant night it could turn out to be. It was first against second, our broth, part-time our broth. It's like you have to refer to them as that to underline the potential size of this achievement. They are now four points clear at the top of the championship. It is incredible, Alex Ray. Yeah, it's remarkable, God. I'll be honest, I watched a bit of the game last night. It wasn't for mm. the purest. Mm. But yeah, what, what, you, what will you all say is they are so committed to the cause. For a team that are part-time, you obviously a couple of days a week training, Gordon. It's a remarkable story. If they could go over the line, I'm going out on a limb now. Manager of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. Manager of the century. What, <laughs> seriously, what happens now, now that this is a real, mm-hmm. realistic possibility, in terms of them being a part-time club, go full would they time? like to go full-time? What about the stadium? Stadium's the fine. The stadium's fine, is it? Yeah. I interviewed the chairman just after New Year, and... He said his thing stands Stadium's fine Yeah okay Well, that's so I don't think that. the rules are as Stringent. Strict as they used to be You'll remember 10,000 and all that Yeah, yeah. And not, Who benefited from that again I can't remember mm. Oh that was Motherwell That yeah. was your lot Yeah Do you, do you not think it's a, a little Mini Leicester right Everybody's waiting for our broth To sort of collapse yeah. here We're 23 games in <laughs> They've lost Three games So You know You're now starting to I think this is I think this is bigger Than Leicester you know, when you look at Leicester and get thirty million pound players in their books and things, they, these guys are no, you know, with, nah, the, with, the, with nah, the money nah, in the pint. No, no, no. You've, you, Leicester went up against massive clubs. A broth have went up against Morton, Queen of South. No, I, no I, relatively I, I, speaking, I'm relatively no. speaking. No, I'm still going with Leicester. It's everybody's own He's opinion. He's an argument. No, no, since I, you I, and Carmen you'd, done you'd the get the better of you today. <laughs> Relax, come on. It's not joking. Hugging in next door at half time. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Livingston 1, Aberdeen 0, Ayo Obelai Scores a lot for a defender, he certainly does He takes the penalties Do you, do you remember last week I was saying um, I really like this game? He scored again, Livy 1, Aberdeen I think that's nil. 6 goals 6 uh, goals Kelty have taken the lead against Elgin as well A few other goals going in down the divisions But that's the big one, Aberdeen yeah. behind I wonder, well, if, it, I wonder if the person who tells Stephen Glass about the negativity mm. Is in his ear <laughs> Well, the fans would be in his ear anyway But... Uh, I mean that's that's Aberdeen all over this season. When I say they're so inconsistent, they, you know you think they would go there and they they were always hard to beat, but doesn't seem to be the case. They were always hard to score against. Derek McInnes had them well well drilled. Seems the opposite. Seem a bit open now. 
and uh, Lovey Oberai, I, I, Alex, I heard you saying. I heard you saying midweek it was at six size. I heard you going round right? people and chatting about right. Oberai. He forgets what he says on air and what he says to his mates because <laughs> yeah. he's pointing at me and he's going Oberai well, and he's nodding and well, I'm thinking, what are you pointing I at me? At six size, See, be honest, honestly, it. before uh, Big Brian got the nod over you at the fives, <laughs> uh, we, we were talking about him the other day. <laughs> we were talking about him the other day, and I have to say, defensively, he's very strong. Yeah. He brings a, a goal I think that's six goals Dazzler for a centre half Which is impressive mm-hmm. And he's he's All round commitment to that I think he can step up A rung on the ladder uh, Now no. int- interestingly though um, Fraser Wishart's take on it uh, Let me double check this Oh no it is Obelai So it was Anderson uh, With the initial shot And then flicked High into the net So there we go I was enjoying that debate there though About our broth mm-hmm. And how would it compare to Leicester And is it better And is it not If it was to be Carried through First of all Have we made believers Out of you yet I feel like the last time I'm a believer Because I'm all, all aboard the, the fairy tale train Last time we asked I think you all thought Our both would not Go on and And well, do it Have you changed your mind I've changed my mind 100% have and, and I've gone 100% in one game Right And I'll tell you The one game <laughs> Last night I watched Kilmarnock With the squad And the players That they've got And A broth I've just got This thing about them Especially no team, I don't care who you are, likes going to Gayfield to go and play a broth up there. And he's good in the, uh, away from home, he can get results. There's not a great deal of tactics with Dick Campbell. What he does I disagree is, with that. No, he's yeah, a very, No, 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 you're, 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 falling into that, you're falling into that trap of thinking because, like everybody else now who tries to get full backs high and centre no, backs, and, and sp- uh, if you let me finish, I'll tell you. They're extremely well organised. Uh, uh, That's uh, tactical. 100%. And w- he doesn't change formations for anyone. He plays to the same certain style. So he, he's not going to complicate things for his players and ask his players to do things that they're incapable of doing. They've got a fantastic fighting spirit. They've Absolutely We'd run through a brick wall For Dick Campbell And then do you know what After watching mm. last night After watching him Coming onto the pitch Just the way he is Knowing the guy The way I know him I would be over the moon for him If we went and achieved that Ernildum Fermlin won Right here's the one then Couple of things for you on Twitter Are you all aboard They are both fairy tale Can they do it And perhaps More importantly For the purposes of this discussion What are you What is the greatest football fairy tale then Is it Leicester would it be our broth? I've got a few other things in my head, but you can come up with better ones, I'm sure. So why not send us a tweet, producer Callum, sticking one up for us. What's your favourite football fairy tale? Now, this could be a team achievement. It could be an individual achievement. Maybe a player who's had a meteoric rise in their career. Or maybe something completely different. You're the creative ones, not me. You have all the creativity. What's your favourite football fairy tale? Team, individual, something else. I don't care. Just tell us all about it. Give us the detail and let's see what we can come up with. So you're going, are both, if they were to win it, you think that would surpass Leicester? I do, yes, absolutely. And you disagree? Uh, I disagree. I think I think it's Leicester all day long. There you go. Mm. And well, I think for a penalty there, Dazzler. Deciding vote for you, Mark Wilson. Oh no, Leicester for me is bigger. Really? Yeah, yeah. We were up against where they came from I mean a couple of years before that I was playing against Leicester For Bristol City You know and a couple of years later They're winning the league That shows you the the level of competition Gretna Gretna be a shout 
Rising up, getting uh, to the Scottish Cup, Cup final, final against mm. Hearts. Uh, put a lot of money into it. I was going to say, got to say, but um, no, mm. I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going down the Gretna route. I, I'm staying away from Gretna. I'd end up with an our wife, but um, <laughs> I still think Leicester. Anyway, the listeners are better at this than you lot. So let's get it out there on Twitter. Your favourite football fairy tale it doesn't have to be a team award. It can be an individual achievement. Just whatever the, the great football <laughs> fairy tales. And producer Callum, he likes his he likes his um amateur Photoshop here. He's gone for Cinderella, oh, but he's photoshopped Dick Campbell's face onto the handsome prince. <laughs> that <laughs> looks good. He looks magnificent. Look at that. Ah, oh, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, uh, a shout strong for a penalty, penalty yes. shout for Hibs. Yeah, the the Hibs winger drives into the box score and he faints to shoot. Shaughnessy goes to ground And for me there's contact That should have been a penalty there Is it Greg Aitken Is that the referee? I've no idea Yes uh, the, I, I agree with you Alex And I think Mark will agree with you as well I thought that was a I thought it was 100% penalty yes. Muller gets in the box Does well Couple of wee step overs Checks back And Shaughnessy Definitely catches him I can't believe the Hibs players didn't make a bigger a deal yeah. about that Well they can't really complain They get away with a couple the other night there against Arts I've got to say they did, they did so that beat. means they shouldn't get any other yeah, penalties ever again. for two. They'll get for two, two lives. Two three hits. <laughs> two three hits. Um, Bill is on Twitter. Says I think anyone who doesn't support a rival championship club wants are both promoted. I think you'd have to say that as well. Look, I think we can do better than this. I mean, I get the Ibrox way has gone for helicopter Sunday. Now Alex Ray's this is his favourite subject. I didn't want to mention that. Listen, I get that. I get that it's high it's drama. The achievement. I think fairy tale. We're talking more. Sort of underdog yes. or rags to riches or something like that. I mean, I get, I get the achievement, Alex Ray. No, you no, love it's it. five points behind. It's just not that easy to turn that off. Yeah, exactly. Fifty points would be. Yeah. That's a fairy tale. Yeah, five points before games. Rangers. Come on. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a hand. I get, I get, I get the you know, It's a great achievement, and I'll give you. I've listened to it. My ears are killing me. Bleeding. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't stack up with the Coca Cola Cup final. <laughs> 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 By the way, that, that could be yeah. oh, 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 a championship side. He's just got off the ropes oh, there. Oh, I'm excited. Brilliant. I wonder what role you play in that fairy tale. Then can't be the handsome the prince. Main, the the main man, oh. let me tell you. And uh, the guys the behind me, man. they all chipped in. But anyway, you're f- <laughs> played a small part. Dope. <laughs> Dopey says producer Callum. That wasn't uh, me. Okay, He's gone right Cal. into my ears. Uh, anyway, uh, your favourite football fairy tale. Can our both do it? Would that be the ultimate? And if not, what is? I mean, I'm hoping for some shouts yeah. that, that really get us taking a trip down memory lane. The guys have already had a bit of a debate about Leicester uh, and how that would compare. That's an obvious one. There must be some individual ones out there as well in terms of you know players that have. Meteoric rise Or a nice story To their career Whatever it is Get your favourite Football fairy tale in The European campaigns Like Aberdeen And Dundee United We class same as fairy tales I mean Aberdeen yeah. You know Beating Real Madrid mm-hmm. And then Dundee United Beating Barcelona Getting to the I suppose it de- depends Your definition doesn't it Because were, were they genuinely Just at that level Then Does that <laughs> no, still No surely they weren't At that level <laughs> They were punching Well above their weight Even even Back though then, they had great no, teams I know what you mean yeah. I'm trying to give a bit of credit though In terms of You know they, they, they were very good teams though Yeah oh of course they were But Still there's very good teams I mean Teams in Scotland are very good teams just now But 
level to reach your European yeah. level okay. Wow uh, oh, Kenny Miller won't be happy There's a big goal Falkirk nil Queen's Park 1 Connor Smith On 15 minutes That was a chance Those two are right next to each other In the table Trying to get into those playoffs It looks like Cove have uh, Wrapped the league up So Falkirk nil Queen's Park 1 Still just the Solitary goal In the top flight Livy 1 Aberdeen nil. Obelai with it And remember It's a bit early To do the old Hugh Keevans As it stands But that would move Livy up to 29 points Level with Aberdeen And it would be Quite remarkable um, Just how tight Goal that's difference getting difference would uh, be the difference there Gordon so far uh, But that, w- that would be remarkable for Livingston At the start of the season We remember the hard time They were going through And David Martindale Under a wee bit of pressure You thought And then Celtic come along And they beat Celtic And things turned round And you're expecting Aberdeen To be up there challenging For third place So Shows you how unpredictable right, season let's, can be. let's play a game What has Dave Galloway gone for As his football fairy tale Oh, oh Aberdeen 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 winning the European Cup <laughs> Cup in 83 And Come beating on, Bayern Dave. And Real on yeah. route nah, That's, yeah, that's decent Yeah he's yeah. given the detail as and well And I celebrated with a, a pine of cider <laughs> On Instagram That's Dave's best You you love it when Dave puts his his food pictures up, don't you? I love following Dave on Instagram. He makes my nights. Any more goals going in? I don't think yet. Uh, Let's quickly check the teaser, shall we, Mark Wilson? Yep, okay. So, can you name the last seven winners of the PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year Award who aren't from the UK or Ireland? Alex Ray, will we tell them your two wrong answers from the start? It was... Edward so, Yes and uh, Dembele yes. uh, Neither of them Ian Taggart has thrown in some good names Mark let's do the wrong ones okay. though Jelovic No Van Dijk Nope Edward No No okay. no no Yeah you need to He does have some right though back a bit. I must yeah. say he does have some right um, I think I think the Dazzler might have won Mark McCauley's gone Theo Snelders No Good shout though Theo uh, Saved your He's too far back he? He's also gone Paolo Di Canio too, eh, no, too no, far no, back no, 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 as too well. far back. Uh, oh no, no, no. This one, this one. It's probably no, it's too far back. On the awards. Oh so yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um King has gone for Van Dyke as well, which no. is wrong. Uh, so keep your guesses coming in on that one, please. It's amazing to think Virgil Van Dyke didn't win it. I know. I can Who won it that year? Was that maybe Chris Commons year or some along no, no <coughs> Fraser Richard will tell us no doubt. Maybe uh, he, you almost read out one of the answers yeah, there, yeah, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top one, maybe? Yeah, is that yeah. one actually? Sorry. Yeah, that's, is, yeah. that's incredible. How careers differ <laughs> from that period. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. I was on a roll there, Alec. Oh, no, no, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm right in a row. Daz is on a roll, yeah. Three in a row. Three. Well done, Daz. Josh is just trying to spoil it for the neutral. I get it, Josh, to be fair. Thistle, he says, Partick Thistle, I've got four games in hand. Uh, which indeed they do So What's going on with the ground there? Know, it seems like every time you you preview or, or read about a Partick Thistle game It ends up off well, They also share with Queen's Park yeah. which yeah, That's possibly. a problem I think we mentioned that probably oh, about help. four or five weeks ago That Did that was going to be a problem games in hand there? That's yes. what Josh said, yeah The can't no four games in hand Yeah uh, Is yeah. it? That's what he said Well I've got Somebody's been wrong here Because I've got the table 23 and 21 respectively How many? 21 and, and 23 yeah, Rafe Rovers have got 25 So they've got four games on them, haven't they? Uh, after today No, no, I'm looking at a broth at the top yeah. 23, 23 Yeah, two games uh, in hand And Party Thistle have got 21 Now 
I'm questioning that. <laughs> yeah, you make and a they, fair uh, point. Yeah, no, he's right. Don't need to be Carol Vorderman to work yeah. that. Yeah. How did you get that one up? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had his calculator out there. <laughs> Triple checking it. He's got his phone now. <laughs> My fingers were going right. Okay. <laughs> What's the difference? 21-23. How did you get Well, I took one away from that. And then I had the abacus out. Yeah. yeah. Fair point. Uh, uh, have yeah. I got that right? You have, yeah. Our both have played 23. Partick Thistle, 21. Thank uh, let's let's Wraith, call it the guy who tweeted in there. Wraith have played 25. Hmm. Oh, what's Josh done now? I think he's been back in touch. What's he said? Oh, I need to stro- scroll all the way on, through and find another tweet from Josh. Keep up, Josh. You don't get away with that stuff on this show, son. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the dazzler's all over you. I've had enough of Josh already. It's not even half past. Maybe it. I've just picked him up wrong, right? Anyway, whilst we're on your best favourite footballing fairy tales, how do these stack up, right? Susie says Blackpool making it to the English Premier League, beating Incredible. Liverpool home and away. And Ian Holloway's interviews were something to behold. He was great entertainment. Yeah. Box office. Charlie Adam scoring for corners every sitting week. Yeah. That was that was a meteoric rise for such a small club. Yeah, you have to say so, yeah. That counts. Uh okay. Here's one individually. See the thing about this, it's almost become too widely spoken about. People have Stopped acknowledging it But it is so true Andy Robertson Going from part-time Queen's Park boot boy And player To Champions League winner And captain of Scotland Remarkable rise Says Scott McGowan If we're talking about Individually You're going to struggle To beat that Yeah I don't think you can Can You've you? all seen the tweet Remember Life at this age Is rubbish yeah, I, I need a job Need a job Or something Tweeted mm. that in 2012 yeah. was it Or something I, I uh, tweeted that and then he gave me a job. <laughs> so it swings and roundabouts, you know, Alex. Yeah, I mean, when he tweeted that, right? Let's let's figure this I out. Forgot yeah. he works for him. When he tweeted that, <laughs> you were scoring the winner in an old firm game. Yeah, and now he's employed you to work for his charity foundation. <laughs> that's, that's, How things uh, change yeah, in a decade. Uh, eh? Yeah, yeah. Could I know you what I'd rather be doing. I'd rather be out there. Instead of playing in the back. Premier League or the Champions League, I'd rather be out there and, and Dundee delivering sessions. No, you give it back out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Thursday night. Please, Dad, come to Dundee with me. I would have because I love going to see now the kids are developing, but unfortunately, I couldn't. But I was come on, please come. It'll be raining. Robert, Robert Chalmers has to be Bournemouth, nearly going bust to the Premier League. Great achievement. Not bad. Mm. Okay. I tell you individually, it's got to be the guy that signed for Bournemouth, Ericsson. Is it Bournemouth he signed for? Christian Eriksson? Brentford, Brentford. 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 Aye, 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 it begins with a B. Um, I mean, from the summer. Yeah, fair enough. You think that guy's never playing again. He's lucky to be here. And yeah, now he's back. Yeah. Yeah, fairy tale yeah. story. Yeah, like that. Montrose won them. Barton nil. Craig Johnson uh, with the goal there. Right, this one is popular. Uh, this has to be right up there. Matt, Dale Patterson, Mark Robson, David Friel, all gone for Greece winning Euro 2004. That was yeah, a remarkable yeah. No, like, well, yeah, What's I, your problem with that? How is that not a fairy tale? That's just a boring, a boring final That is a fairy tale Yeah I just don't, like We'll get final. back to you in a minute Goal Flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Dundee 1 Ross County 0 Zach Rudden with the wow. goal David Friel said it was going to be a big day for him Signed for money from Partick Thistle To accelerate the move Make it happen in this window Be the guy to keep you in the division 
And he's scored It's Dundee 1 Ross County nil. Zach Rodden with it I think he'll do well there uh, Gone. I've not seen oh, He's just waited until he's scored No no no, no, no. I, I, I always give a reason I just don't come out there And shout my mouth off Like most people I give a reason The reason being he I scored. watched him He scored you And I watched him against uh, Kamarnock And I thought he was excellent Although he got substituted um, But there was something about him And he's made his move He's got his first goal there I think that could be a Good, good sign for it's Dundee It's a huge goal That is for sure Again Threshold, yeah. You know it would take Dundee Above St Johnson Above St Johnson Much closer to Ross County So it could be a huge one If it stays that way But a long way to go Right hold on How is Greece winning Euro 2004 Not a fairy tale oh, it, was, it was in the no. near country Wasn't it No uh, No no Okay It was in back. Portugal Who they beat in the final Oh that's what I've got it mixed I've got it mixed up Portugal got to the final They beat the yeah. host Yeah Yeah Okay I'll give you that yeah. That's decent Reluctantly mm. Through gritted teeth He's given is it Right I remember now What was the score 1-0 in the final yeah. Centre, yeah. Was it the centre half boy That scored He scored the winner Big Kerry Akos Was in that, that Group of players Was he I think, I think so. so Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's incredible mm. they, they were still in there They were outside So all the boys out, uh, The games have gone for that uh, David Field Certainly chipped that one in Yes I can't remember If anyone else Um Contributed to the gone for he usually comes out with a good one. He's probably still related yeah, on to it. He's probably still flicking out strandy hair away to try to think of one. Yeah, David Field has gone Greece. Uh Dave went for obviously Aberdeen and the other two think that they think they're above this. They've just not They've not even bothered. No, they're sitting there with a pie. Um yeah, they're not bothered at all. Um keep them coming though. Nottingham Forest European Cup double has mm. to be up there, says Michael Smith. John Robertson, incredible mm-hmm. footballer. I watched that documentary It's unbelievable Brian Clough A genius he was Oh Listen Mikey's on the ball here Because not only Has he given us a good personal one It's very relevant Very topical Mikey says Saul Bamba Not long missed a year Because of cancer Went on to beat it And then helped Middlesbrough Put Man United out The FA Cup last Last night night. Scoring a penalty In the shootout At Old Trafford Yes. Shout, yeah. And there's a Scottish football connection there as well. Mikey's ticked every box. Got to be, surely. Yeah, I watched it last night. Towards uh, the penalties. Yes. Yes. So I loved the, the Middlesbrough keeper wheeling away in celebration despite yeah. not saving any of the yeah. eight penalties. I, I, I have <laughs> never seen <laughs> the deciding one went over the bar and he was away as if he had saved five of them. The, 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 it was like hitting into an empty net. There was, the goalkeeper was shocking. Never even I don't even think one of them went the right way. But well done to the penalty takers and well done some to good Middlesbrough. Ones, some good well done to Middlesbrough. That is because Manchester United had all the big hitters out there in the FA Cup and uh, took them extra time. Old Trafford, okay, Ronaldo misses a penalty, uh, but what a result that is! I think that's the beauty of the cups as well. You know, you go down south and you see some of these uh, jankle and uh, some of the stories. Brilliant. Yeah, it was quite an achievement, and it's given us a good answer on that topic. What? Is your favourite football fairy tale of all time And can Our both do it That's what we want to know as well Can our both do it Not actually that long to go They're four points clear At the top Can they do it Craig D Yeah this I mean Are they making a film of this Have they made it already Craig D Jamie Vardy Ah, Incredible Yeah I mean Once played for Stockbridge Park Steels Ends up winning the English Premier League With Leicester And an England international Oh, what a tackle that is I would expect a card here The boy Tate Yeah, a mile late Oh he had a few The other night as well yes. Against his old team Motherwell 
And then that gave the a, goal away Yeah for me that was a straight red But he's very similar He's out of control here He's lunging um, And thankfully the, the Hibs player Just gets over the top of him Just Cadden's pace yeah Just nicks it away I think And Tate jumps in It's been a good game this You've got to say End to end stuff Tackles flying yeah. Pretty sure they're oh. I think they're quite good mates as well oh. Are they? From their time yeah. in Motherwell Yeah I think so I was reading uh, the same haircut as uh, Roger Yeah a bit in today's paper <laughs> About Tate How you know Players always look to go down The coaching route After mm. football But he is uh, Cross training cross is it, He's a, a cross fit yeah. That's That is hard you see, Well you've no, done it He seems to do oh, it I had a wee go Obviously yeah, not often You always see it on Instagram he, see, Who's this He seems to do it on like Friday nights though and stuff It's, it's like Yeah it's All across Who's it. this the boy Tate Richard yeah. Tate yeah And what is it he does Crossfit it's oh, it's all different exercise no? pull ups. Is, is it all different things? Oh, oh, yeah. It's, it's seen, sort of branch of fitness it's training. Really hard, Ali. Don't try. It. You're not in the shape. Um, <laughs> leave it to <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a jumper to be thrown out. <laughs> Comments like that. Anne and Nils Stenhouse Muir one. Thomas Orr uh, with the goal. Scott oh, says, no. "How's about this for the fairy tale for him?" He says, "Rab Douglas playing lower league as a bricky and makes it to a European final, and then could potentially get promoted with her broth as the goalkeeper coach." Yeah, yeah, Rab good man. connection there. Yeah, yeah. what a career. That's well Rab. thought out. I'll give yeah. uh, whoever that is. Well done. Congratulations. That's well thought out. I like that. I like that. Michael Smith says, "Mark, same line as you." Recent fairy tale: Christian Eriksen returning to football after this summer. Yeah, well, it was remarkable. Remember watching that game. The yeah, emotions, you know. Yeah. I, I was going through watching it. Never mind his family, and then the whole recovery of it, and then to go into the the top league again. Ah, the here's a classic Ooh. from you and Queen, and someone else said it as well. Uh, forgive me, I can't find the other one at the moment. Denmark winning Euro '92. I was going to mention them after not even qualifying <laughs> originally. They yeah. only got a place because Yugoslavia were removed from the tournament. David Campbell Jr. Uh, says that as well I mean that that is That's outrageous Class. isn't it Apparently most of the players on the beach. beach Yeah, yeah that, I was going to mention that And I didn't they do it without it. one of the One of the heavy hitters Did Lundrop? he not retire Not sure I'll double check that I'm sure, what, I'm sure Remarkable what, One of them came back I should be able to tell this story a bit better I've let you down uh, Kelty Hearts 2 Elgin City 0 uh, Alfredo Aguiman has scored On 29 minutes It's a Bit of a procession for Kelty canter. in that division. Absolutely can't tell. To be fair, they've got better players. They've got players that should be playing yeah, at a higher level. They've still got to do it. To be honest, uh, and, but, and I know but they have got better that's players. That's the problem. With, with, you know, you look at Kevin Thompson, you think, okay, you've got the biggest budget, you get better players, you pay the biggest money. But there's still a pressure on to do it, and they're achieving that, and they're. They're, um, they're very comfortable And uh, it's just a matter of time When they will win the league I think the biggest thing for Kelty Next season They're obviously going to win that league keeping Kevin Thompson No Yeah uh, He went for he, the Kilmarnock job He's already said That he's yeah. got aspirations to Of course uh, Manage Rangers Yep Manage Rangers Oh no, yeah. 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 Going for Kelty Hearts to Rangers I think that's a jump Hmm <laughs> <laughs> That was my aspirations Get breaking Get breaking yeah. up And then well, that Hopefully that Celtic job will come up was You keeping breaking In the league Through yeah, the voting yeah, yeah. system yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway At Clyde SSB Keep your favourite Football fairy tales coming Send your answers To the first half teaser And anything else You want to share We can do that as well Not a bad game Hibs St Mirren It's lively Yeah there's a ball Over the top there For Hibs Jack Alnick's come Outside his box And headed it Out for a throw in Swept Al- up well Alnick and Tate Trying to Modelled themselves off each other, like very similar. The, 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 the big beard and, and that yeah. kind of receding 
Well, I don't think hair. I don't think they decided to recede their hairs together. Uh-oh. You know, but maybe let's grow a beard, but let's. I don't think they went in one day and thought, let's right. start getting baldy. I don't think that was the case, but I do agree. I think this is a very very entertaining game for Ots Roger this year. Yeah. I just noticed also Everton have gone a goal up on Brentford. Yeri Mina, a uh, big goal for them. Struggling, of course. New manager, though. Start for Frank Lampard. Uh, Nathan Patterson still on the bench. Sort of hoped we would start to see him at some point. Is he just trading Rangers so bench who, for Everton's bench? It, who's playing in front of him? It's, tell me it's Coleman. not John Joe Kenny. No, it's Coleman. Is it Coleman? Because yeah. I know when Coleman got injured, John Joe Kenny came in, and I thought, if I'm Nathan Patterson, I'm looking at that, I'm thinking, oh, here we go. I'm straight in the team. Mm, but he'll be disappointed you know, He's not had a lot of game time in his career I guess he would have thought when he was going in there I may need to bide my time a wee bit But I just don't want to sit on the bench every single week You know, you yeah, need some game time be, Before the Scotland I'm sure they would, they would prefer a, a league win Rather than yeah. <laughs> progressing in the cup It gets to that stage But nevertheless They need to start somewhere Gordon They're on a horrific run So uh, new management team I think Ashley Cole's going in with a mini Yes yeah, do you see that, does I? Yeah, I know they were trying to get him. Um, <laughs> Jody Morris as his, his assistant. Uh, I don't uh, think Jody is. Is Jody's assistant? I hope he is. I don't think so. Jody, no, decided Paul not Clement, to go. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Who is it? Paul Clement. Yes, that's correct. Yes. Is it? I don't know. I always yeah. thought that Jody <laughs> Morris. Jody popped his name out there. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's the knowledge people tune yeah, in for. Right? Well, I'm not really here for that. It's down south. It's down south. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still love Big Dunk down there. So. He's there as well. He's, he's there. He's there. He's he oh, he's in with the bricks, isn't he? Alright, where are we in today's Premiership action? We've had goals, big ones at Livy, 1 0 up against Aberdeen, Dundee, 1 0 up on Ross County, and still goal, St Johnston, Dundee United, and Hibbs, St Mirren. I mean, St Johnston, as much as they got that important win yeah. recently and, and turned things around a little bit, it's still only 13 goals um, in 23 league matches this season. So Yeah. Um, and you look at the front line today. Henry and May it doesn't really inspire you like you're you know you're going to all of a sudden start banging them in they always seem to be workmanlike and nick the odd goal here and there but you need someone up front you can and I think on. Points, four points in the last two game goals on the back of ten defeats yeah. and I think know, Dundee right. United have the third lowest goals for total as well so maybe Dave Galloway's got a bit of a that's nil nil all, 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 all over it all over it yeah, you're hoping something's going to be exciting up there. That's a I think that's a tough I'm team you go along to. St. Johnson. Well, I've, I've gone for St. Johnson as well. I yeah. think they, they're so desperate; uh, they need the points. There, and right. I think especially if you add into that equation that St. Johnson have not won at home in four months, and Dundee United have not won away in four oh. months. Mm, draw. So it's. <laughs> We really should have established this before kickoff. But I called um, it a draw. You did. You did purely indeed. because Callum told me that start. Oh, did he? Before, yeah. So, I I base base my knowledge mm. on that. <clears throat> Let's take one final look at the wrong answers on the teaser mark before we okay. reveal in maybe about five six minutes time. Okay, so. Can you name the last seven winners of the PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year award who aren't from the UK or Ireland? Okay, let's try and get some of the wrong answers out of the way on that one. A very similar wrong answers coming in, um, I should say. So let's see what else we've got out there. I don't know how 
Gordon Dale and Alex Ray are faring Doing alright At this stage Sean's thrown in Nacho Novo No I can no, see no. John's going for McGeady No Oh you know who wants McGeady taken out Right okay um, I don't mean taken out oh, I mean out of the question okay. um, yeah. out, out of his answer list uh, What else have we got there Yeah in fact cause To be fair to John The rest of his answers Are very good indeed mm. um, There's no way you two Are getting them all There's one That I wouldn't have thought Alright Yeah I've got it Have you got it Have you seen the paper Have I seen the paper It's the only way you would know If you'd got it Uh no, Alan, that's, that's correct, but that's another one I'm on about. All right, yeah, that's another good, one, Alan. Yeah. Alan Hollandsworth has gone for Carlos Cuellar. No, he's not on the list, is he, Mark? No, he's not. Good player, though, him. Down to Villa, did he? Yes, he yeah, for Villa. Yeah. All right, okay, I'll round them off. We will announce the winners in about five minutes' time, but you've still got a chance to take part if you want at Clyde SSB. And we're still looking for your favourite football fairy tales. Fraser Wishart is informing me that Aberdeen at the moment have had 79% possession and no shots on target and they're a goal down. And the Aberdeen fans are singing We Are Not Very Good. Or, you know, words, words to that effect. Yeah. It doesn't bode well that. You know, they obviously they're trying to play a possession base but it's not. doesn't seem as if it's going to get them anywhere. As I said, the, the inconsistency... Uh, with the squad of players I've got is incredible. Yeah, good squad as well. Yeah, you're right. He's been having, he's been heavily backed, and when you listen to the Dave McCormack in the summer saying we want a brand of football, free flowing, and so forth. This the, is the, the big one was when they went to Dens Park early in the season. They lost one 0 Stephen Glass come under extreme pressure there. He got the full backing, turned the corner a wee bit, but it's just nowhere near good enough in a minute. I think, like we said earlier, the, the nature of that league table makes it even. More nerve-wracking because they would be entitled to point out that going into today they are four points off fourth, and in fact they've got a game in hand over Motherwell. So that's that's mm. perfectly achievable. I'm sure Aberdeen want third, but if they were to finish fourth, it's hardly a disaster. Um, however, like we said, now this would move Levy level with them. Dundee United they could very well win today. St Mirren, even Ross County, although they're losing at the moment, it's quite easy to get sucked into that bottom six. It, it certainly is. If you're an Aberdeen fan And going in recent history though You're used to finishing You know Up in the, the top spots And third position Under Derek McInnes Became the norm for so long And still it wasn't good enough Even getting to Semi-finals and cup finals Wasn't good enough So When they got a new manager in They were expecting You know Something a bit different But still that same consistency A different brand of football uh, I've got to say on the pitch But still the same consistency In league position But they're far from that just now When you look at Hearts How far Hearts are ahead In every department Points But just the way the club is I don't don't look back In past history clubs And where they should be And and how I think they should be Or top four I look at their squad And their backing And I think Alec made a great point He's been back to the hill You look at the, the, the players At his disposal and they should be better than six. Without a shadow of doubt, should be better than six. And they're paying some good money as well, Gordon. Uh, for wages and things, that's gone up a little bit mm-hmm. uh, as well over the last year. Uh, Paulo says the biggest football fairy tale is escape to victory. 
Did they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Fair enough. <laughs> Sliced alone. And Shot to glory. <laughs> the cat. Uh, what's his name? Mike Summerby, the old man city. Uh, I knew Giza Mike very well. Oh, what a ladder. Great lad. Tom yeah. man. Yeah, I had a few refreshments with him years ago. Good man. Right, keep them coming. Plenty more time for them in the second half. Your favourite football fairy tale, please. Would it be. Great, uh, not great, not our broth. If they could do it, w- would it be our broth? Would that top the lot for you? How does it compare? Is it Leicester? Is it Greece? If we're talking individuals, is it Andy Robertson? Is it Christian Eriksen? All of the above and more. I want to, I want to find more. And I know you lot out there are much more creative than us. So get thinking. What is the greatest football fairy tale, specifically fairy tale story of all time? Let us know at Clyde SSB. Uh, Max Anderson's just missed a sitter McMullen with the cross uh, Anderson shooting straight at the keeper A big chance uh, for Dundee to make that 2-0 um, What result that would be? I think every, like we said before Although they're only separated by two places, no, two places in the league going into today Ross County mm, yes. and Dundee I feel like everyone thinks Ross County are a mm. good bit better You saw what they, they, they did against Rangers They scored a lot of goals If Dundee could win that one It'd be a huge one um, You know Dundee's been a club this year That there's been a lot of problems Hanging over them Players too old Mark I feel A, a, a squad feel that's a squad, got a real yeah. bunch uh, Of players who are Seen their better yeah. years um, yeah. If you like <clears throat> But you're right Gordon When you look at Ross County And we looked at them last week Everybody seems to think Yeah that they'll do fine So it'll be a huge result I think, I think, I think the certainty in that game Ross County's going to score yeah. them well, I just think with the fact that they've got players who can score goals, it's the hardest part of the game. You know, when you're down there fighting, uh, we, we mentioned that earlier on with St Johnson, it was a ridiculously low number. And then you look at Charles Cook's probably got as, as many as they've scored St Johnson. Well, I think he's got 10 and yeah. they've got 13, yes. Yeah, so, yeah not, so he's not far off the mark. Um, not too far off it. Tony Watts missed a sitter as well. Uh-huh. Dundee United's official Twitter account says, How has that stayed out? Uh, Levitt's front post corner, glanced on by Clark. Watt is inches away from forcing it. Over the line So still goalless there Between St Johnston And Dundee United Be desperate to get off the mark Won't he For for United A good season So far for Motherwell But there's nothing like Going to a new club And, and scoring Forget that How's Akinola doing He's my favourite signing Of the, the January window mm. And why I, I told you about it On the no show One the club Yeah he thought he, he was going to Oh I thought he was going oh. to He said I, I thought oh, I, I, went I, I thought I was signing for Dundee <laughs> it's the great, great underrated football headline. I thought oh, I was signing for Dundee. You thought there was one the team in the club, city. The big club in there. Oh, whoa, in whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> he must have been. He must have been pleasantly surprised when he walked into Tanadai saying <laughs> rather than Dens. I was going to say who is who is the bigger out of the two clubs? It's Dundee. Yeah. You, it must be United. By far Seriously it's, oh, it's I mean United wise, have it's actually got wise, it's, Seats in it's their stand Dundee You know Dundee Look at he's the stadiums gone, He's gone by seats He's a bigger seats ah, oh, Just bigger all round pa- Bigger pa- history And ugh there's no comparison yeah, but I think more recently Obviously Dundee United Have been more successful But over the piece I think Dundee's won more More what? Trophies <laughs> No Definitely not <laughs> I think you Have you made that up? hundred <laughs> bucks. I had to bit there I thought you were serious Well see the thing is I looked past to see Callum there in the booth Right and he gave After that it was possible Gave me the evil eye Yeah Callum I'm I'm the voice here for United Don't you worry What about traditionally Who's still the, who, United Still Who's still getting the biggest the United No 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 Yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Alex is just disagreeing for the sake of it. It's some argument. You, you've got a Dundee just never written about him. The strips are never better. Played, the training grounds are better. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Have United have played? always had better strips I got any team of the year when I was playing. Were you, you, were you a Dundee player? Play yeah, manager. That shows how poor. Team of the year. I knew you were the manager. I didn't think you were there that long to put your boots on, but I thought you were a manager. Uh, and he's a Dundee years. United legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where, do, so. where do Dundee train? Not that this actually comes into the equation, I'm just curious because I know United are at St Andrews. Where did Dundee train? Uh, I used oh, to be down by the airport. I can't even say the airport where we trained. It was Dog. Park <laughs> Okay <laughs> <laughs> See there you go He's answered that United when he's selling himself For that Yeah the argument I've got right, to anyway, judge let's, United Let's round this off The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Could you name the last seven winners of the PFA Scotland Players Player of the Year Award who aren't from the UK or Ireland? They were Stefan Johansson, Emilio yes. Izaguirre, Shinsuke Nakamura, Fernando Rickson, Lorenzo Amoruso, Henrik Larsson and Mark Viduka. That's oh, the one you've won again. Yeah, I told hard. Peter Reid to sign him uh, at Sunderland. Did you? I did do, yeah. He went at least just after it, yeah. Great uh, question. Well done if you got it right. Thank you for taking part, regardless. And the podium looks like this Mikey was in third place, Michael Smith was in second, and George Kirkland, the winner. Well done to you, George. Halftime whistles are starting to go. Roger Hanna has been watching things at Easter Road. It's a Bernie nil, St Mirren nil at the break and it's quite an entertaining first half, chances at both ends and as we said before the game, St Mirren really coming here and taking the game to abs and um, Dimitri Mitchell who's recalled to the Hibs side this afternoon, he was booked by referee Greg Aiken at the start for a foul on Alec Greaves, the New Zealand striker who looked really lively up front for the buddies this afternoon it was in a penalty claim for Hibs after 11 minutes, Chris Muller getting into the box and the St Mirren captain Joe Shaughnessy going to ground, Muller went down but referee Aiken not convinced at all he had a really good look, a long look and then wave play on. St Mirren really came into the game after that. Richard Tate curled the right foot shot wide of the far post. And then a couple of minutes later, Jordan Jones off target from the edge of the box as well. Grieve, he tested Kevin Dabrowski in the Hibs goal after 22 minutes with an angled shot from the right-hand side. And Hibs at that stage were really on the back foot. They tried to get back into it. Muller was crowded out after being freed by Christian Doidge in the box. And then Chris Cadden, he was halted as he came down the right-hand side. Tripped by Richard Tate, who got his name added to the book. As did the former St Mirren player Jake Doyle Hayes, who was booked for a trip as Grieve tried to trouble the Hibs defence again. Hibs pushed right into added time at the end of the first half and a header by Ryan Porteous clutched on the line by Jack Anik. Two draws so far between these sides this season. Gordon, we could be halfway to a third. It's Hibs now, St Mirren now. We've also got a late one of these before halftime. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. It's an equaliser for Ross County and it comes courtesy of Joseph Hungbo. So we probably will head into the break level. We'll speak to David Friel soon. Let's go to the Tony Macaroni and check in with Fraser. Livingston 1, Aberdeen 0. It's been another 45 minutes of struggle for Aberdeen. They're trying to play the ball from the back through the midfield. But it's not working. They've dominated possession. They've never looked like scoring and they're behind to an Ayo Obelai goal early on. And Livy, to be honest, have looked more likely to add to that opening goal. Aberdeen actually started quite well. Lots of possession. Knocking the ball around. Livy at the end of a series of corners which Aberdeen had struggled to clear. And from one of them, the ball fell to Bruce Anderson. His low shot was heading towards the goal and through a ruck of players. But Ayo Obelai got a touch and it looked high into the net. Aberdeen did respond positively. Lewis Ferguson claimed for a penalty 
it looked like he was pulled to the ground inside the box. Calvin Ramsey then had a left foot shot deflected just over, but in general play, Aberdeen were sloppy in possession at the back, and Livy just happy to sit deep, press when they could inside the Aberdeen in half, and hit on the break, and Christian Montero on one of those breaks cut inside, and his low left foot shot was really well saved at full stretch by Gary Woods. The half hour passed, and for all the possession, without a shot on target for Aberdeen strike, in fact hadn't been threatened at all, and Aberdeen just continually giving the ball away inside their own half as Livingston pressed them and again Livy went close from one of those presses Alan Forrest picked the ball up he drove past McCrory and then shot narrowly over with his left foot with Gary Wood beaten but that was it booze from one set of fans at half time a standing ovation from the other and a half where little happened but Livy they'll be really happy and they'll play exactly the same way so the questions are can Aberdeen change and it needs to happen very very quickly too slow in the build up not even tested Livingston keep all match strike at all and something's going to have to change if Aberdeen are going to get something out of this game Livy look more dangerous on the break half time Livingston 1 Aberdeen 0 late goal in the first half at Dens Park David Friel has the half time story half time Gordon Dundee 1 Ross County 1 it was all going so well for Dundee for 45 minutes but Joseph Hungbo has equalised in first half injury time I said it was a big day for Zach Rudden he delivered with his first Dundee goal James Wimpake said they've been excellent they need to win to move off bottom spot and would have deserved a half time lead but Hungbo has hauled County back into the game in the final seconds of the half Did he almost scored within the first minute Paul McMullen raced forward and crashed a 25 yard shot off the bat it was a really big big start for Dundee McPake side are well up for it they piled on the early pressure Max Anderson volleyed wide and then Regan Charles Cook You know we, we see him so much in an attacking sense but he blocked Vontae Daly Campbell's chance at the back post County threatens from a couple of corners, but it was all Dundee, and they were far more dangerous and got the opener on 24 minutes. It was a brilliant sweeping move, and it ended with Jordan McGee flicking a really clever pass into Zach Rudden. The striker took a perfect first touch and buried his volley past Ross Laidlaw. Dundee should have been 2-0 up before the break. Paul McMullen raced down the right and picked out Max Anderson, but he fires straight at Ross Laidlaw, and that was a big, big moment. County haven't been great, but just into first time. First half injury time, Dundee lost the ball. Alec Yakovide picked it up and played Hongbo through it in the inside right channel. He buried his shot through Adam Legends. Half time, Dundee won, Ross County won. And also, it's half time, McDermott Park. Dave Galloway has been watching. St Johnson 0, Dundee United 0. It's been a keenly contested encounter so far. St Johnson looking the more dangerous team in the first 20 minutes or so. They came so close to taking the lead when Halberg dispossessed Harks on the right, then crossed for Crawford. The shot crashed off the underside of the bar but stayed out. Henry had a drive from a tight angle, touched behind by Segrist, but United threatened more as the first half progressed. Watt couldn't force the ball home after Levitt's corner was helped on by Clark, an incredible miss, then Watts tried a curling effort, it was a good one, but it was held at the second attempt by Clark. Saints with a late flurry, Halberg's effort was deflected behind and then Henry let fly from long range 25 yards plus, a really powerful strike that was beaten away well by Segrist, good strong hands from the United keeper there. At the interval, it's St Johnson nil, Dundee United nil. And we'll do a full round up of the half-time scores next. The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It is half time around the country Let's give you a round up of the half time scores then Before we reflect uh, a bit more on what's been going on Half time in the Scottish Premiership I can tell you at the moment It sits Dundee 1, Ross County 1 Hibs 0, St Mirren 0 Livingston 1, Aberdeen 0 and St Johnston nil, Dundee United nil. In the Championship, Air United 1, Dunfermline 1, Inverness nil, Morton 1, 
Wraith Rovers nil, Hamilton Ackies nil And remember Partick Thistle, Queen of the South is off due to a waterlogged pitch In Scottish League 1, big game, Cove Rangers 1, Airdrie nil, East Fife nil, Clyde nil, Falkirk nil, Queen's Park 1 Montrose 1, Dumbarton 1 and Peterhead 0, Alloa Athletic 1 In League 2, Annan Athletic 0, Stenhouse Muir 1 Forford Athletic 1, Albion Rovers 0 Kelty Hearts 2, Elgin City 0 Stranraer 0, Edinburgh City 1 And Stirling Albion Cowden Beef is also postponed as well uh, It is a bit of a, a mix in the English Premier League today One league game I think later on FA Cup, I'll do some selected results for you Full times, Chelsea 2, Plymouth 1 Kidderminster Harriers 1, West Ham 2 Those are full times At the break, Crystal Palace 2, Hartlepool 0 Everton 1, Brentford 0 Man City 2, Fulham 1 Southampton 0, Coventry 1 Wolves 0, Norwich 1 Let's leave it there And the second halves are coming up next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 